Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Jibber Jabber. Did you know today is National No Housework Day? But I say, put that hoover in a dark corner, grab yourself a big mug of tea and a chocolate biscuit and let's make it National No Housework Month. I'm Anne-Marie, he's Chris and coming up, we are going to be looking at alternative housing nosying around a historical event and contemplate who of the seven dwarves we are most like. Now let's get on with this week's show. How was your week? Or how's your week been? Well, actually, it's been quite eventful, I'm not going to lie. Has it? Do tell, do tell. It has. So I have just recovered from having covid Oh, I know this, but yeah, no, and yeah, I've been ill I as well. You know. And you've not been very well I've, either. No, I know. I've been really bad. I know, it's not been a great week. Friends and... that get ill together stay together. Hey, <laughs> this is very true. This is very true. And I've also been preparing for Easter. It is on oh, the doorstep what? and it is it... Good Friday. Yes, literally. Um, This Friday, right? Yep. When this goes out. Yeah. So what kind of prep have you done for Easter? What are, what are your Easter plans? Um. So I have been busy buying all the chocolate that we may need. I am planning. <laughs> you Should know, we say the, why? Should Easter we say bunny's got to come, <laughs> you know, the Easter bunny. Um. Yeah, so there's that. And I've obviously got to plan the Easter bunny hunt for easter morning oh, yeah. that's okay. exciting it's really exciting it means that i get to get up at 4 a.m go out into the garden <laughs> it's great it's great fun it's great fun hide all the eggs oh yes I can't did your wait. parents ever do, do anything like that for you no i, I no neither did mine <laughs> don't remember anything like that no i'll be honest no. with you i think this is something that's sort of come on as as they've well I don't know as the years have sort of rolled around isn't it I think it's certainly a lot more Americanized now I was gonna say it's very American the same way that Halloween is very American now so like you know Halloween you'd put wrap a bin liner around you put some really dodgy hat on and there's remember those nails the plastic nail things and the fake blood and the fake blood and just throw that on you and call it an outfit and out you go job done you might even is put it... some talcum powder over your face to make it look a bit Ooh, white oh you would wouldn't you <laughs> you would <laughs> this is true it's very americanized the same as baby showers but perhaps these are things that we can perhaps discuss in a little more detail but yeah. um it sounds like you know you've got a, a quite a full weekend of uh planning are you doing a lunch th- this weekend or i am planning on doing a roast dinner this weekend nice. haven't planned that yet but it i'm sure it will go ahead yeah um what else oh, i would like if i get the opportunity i would like to do a spot of baking 
with the children. When I say baking, we don't really (laughs) do baking. It's more like crispy cakes and decorate them with the mini eggs. So it's just like super fun baking. Yeah. It's not serious, just super fun. Yeah, which I think kids like that. that No, they don't want to be dictated to, do they? No. And get it right and perfect. It's just easy and fun. And mainly kids love the decorating side of it. 100%. 100%. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and you know what? If it's easy, I'm I'm down with that. You're down with that. I'm down with it's just that. Super easy. How yeah, was your week? Well, my, my week's been fine. I've not been very well. I uh, had a bit of a viral thing, really bad, where I would laugh and then fiercely cough. Oh, you know that's not good. No, that's, that's not good. That's not good. A bit no. worried about doing the show this week, but it's fine. I'm good now. Oh. All right now, but apart from that, you know pretty good week actually uh same as you not doing an easter hunt this uh sunday but we'll be doing a um a lunch nice. um so yeah pretty good pretty good week do you know i just have a wild thought though okay. do you have any du- idea when your bin day is no. no 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 does anybody ever know like i always have to check when bins are so i'm what gonna be they are. honest with you yeah. In in our street, and maybe my neighbours will disagree, <laughs> but in our street, it's a little bit like um, waiting by the window to see who's who's going to make the first move. Because oh, you wait for the neighbours. Yeah, we have a, a rough idea of when the bones go out, but we don't actually yeah. know what bags are going out. And yeah, well, I used to always check on the government website, but that- here's. That's the easy job. That's the easy way of doing it, isn't it? Like, well, you'd think yeah. I'd learn, but I did it every single time. Oh, yeah. And also, where I used to live as well. I probably shouldn't say this, but <laughs> because there wasn't a road in the front of the house, you had to sort of put all your bins behind the house or like on the side, where like because I used to live in a, a townhouse. Okay. That also meant that if you got to your bag limit, they couldn't really prove who'd put more bags down because we'd all put them in the same place. So it was impossible. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that, should I? There's going to be somebody who's kicking right off royally, but I did. So you're going to cause titties. World War Three with that one. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> shall we get on with the? Let's get on with the next subject, shall we? What would the book about your life be called? Oh, I think it'd be called, Why Did You Do That? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's really similar to what I had in mind. But Is go on, do tell, do tell. I, I think that if I had a book, no, I think, um, yeah, I think if I had a book in my life, I used to kind of like the idea of it being called Firstborn, actually, because I'm the eldest child. I'm the eldest grandchild, um, the eldest great-grandchild as well at one point. And I think there's something in being like the first oh it's so much pressure um because you're the first to do anything so when you sort of like achieve something it's kind of good but of course there's nothing to measure it in so it could have always been slightly better because when I for example when I got my GCSE results my parents were like "Mm, yeah they're all right but actually as it turns out you know, when the others followed, they were pretty like more than all right. You know what I mean? Like, but there was nothing to measure it against. And then if you do something bad, <laughs> that's even more magnified. So maybe actually, on, on you know, when I really think about it, I think I would stick with uh, the firstborn. Okay. Yeah, because it's difficult. Okay. It's really hard. Anybody that's the first, like the eldest child, 
knows exactly what I'm talking about. It is not an easy job. I I'm the only child. Only child. You see, because they got it they got it so right the first time they didn't need they to didn't keep need trying. to keep trying. No, and that's I'm what one I... of four. What does that tell you? However, <laughs> however, I did used to ask for a brother. Never a sister. Oh, did you? Yeah, I didn't want a sister. Wanted a brother. Yeah, I've I've got one brother, so I'm not gonna change you know, exchange him, but no. I have one of my sisters if you like. I'm joking. <laughs> I wanted a brother. It's got to be a brother. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not getting rid of any of them. They may not exchange me for something, though. <laughs> do you know what? I hope your sisters are listening to this. I really do. Oh God, I know one of them definitely. Do you know is. what, girls? If you're listening, <laughs> you can come and be my sister. It's not a problem. <laughs> um. Well, you, you, yeah. Well, there we go. There we go. Why you this week? You're just you're on fire, just like you were oh. last week. Oof. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's a pretty. So, so what would you call the book of your life? How not to live. How not to live. <laughs> <laughs> the A to Z guide of how not to live. <laughs> so many things you can learn from me. <laughs> but I think in the fact that we are not role models, it makes us role models, right? Does it? I think so because it's got okay. it's a guide of like what not to do. Well, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna agree on that. You're gonna not agree much with that, that I agree with you <laughs> on, but I'll agree with but that. This one we can agree. Okay, brilliant. I'm so glad we got there eventually. <laughs> Seven shows in, and we managed to agree on something. Woo-hoo! Twenty-one years of friendship. Now, a little bit of a fact for you. Apparently, Queen Elizabeth I of the uh, Tudor descent, she might have died because of because of her makeup routine. What do we um, think of this? Really? Now, apparently, yeah, apparently, she her makeup routine. Now, this is apparently. apparently. This is what my sources say. Yeah, might be true, so and it some, might not be. Might not be. <laughs> so some say that she may have died from blood poisoning. And this is purely from the lead-based foundation that she would put on her face. Now, apparently, it was referred to as spirits of Satan at the time. So you're thinking, that's probably not that great, even at that period of time. And then, 31 years later, the foundation that she was using was confirmed to have poison in it. Oh. So she probably died from lead-based poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm kind of worried about that because I, she effectively died because of her vanity. And we all know how vain I am. <laughs> so I'm like... Darling, Mr. Raider. Darling, Mr. Wrong. Oh, which of the seven dwarves is most like your personality? Mm. Mm. This is a question. I would say... <clears throat> so we, we can only pick one, is that right? Only one. I've got mine oh. lined up. I know mine straight away. I'm I'm a little bit torn. So if you've got yours lined up, you you what would what seven dwarf would you most identify with? Can you get that makes? I think it's going to be sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Am I that predictable? <laughs> predictable. <laughs> um, dare I ask why you identify with sleepy? I like my sleep. You do like your sleep, don't you? I do like my sleep, yeah. 
Yep, yep, yep. Because we've just we've discussed napping before. We have. I made a major school by error the other day, though. I went for a nap at seven p.m. and oh, woke up at eleven. Gutted. Yeah, we've and we've talked about this on the show a couple of episodes back. But yeah, I I then you can't didn't go past go... three o'clock. Well, I didn't go to sleep again till three a.m. Because I was wide awake then, wasn't and I? And you were tired the next day. Mm. Mm. Yeah, not yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I think I, do you know, I kind of, oh, I'm torn. I want to say happy, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to say happy, but I also don't want to lie to anyone. <laughs> but I don't, I, I would have definitely identified with grumpy a long while back. But I don't think that I am super grumpy anymore. Maybe bashful. Maybe bashful. That maybe. <laughs> wow. Do, wow. You, do you not agree with that? Do you well, not agree? I'm a, I'd well, go you... with grumpy. And I'm just saying. Really? Yeah. We're going to go with grumpy. I'm not. Well, I am a little bit grumpy. I'll tell you why I was after that bloody nap. I was so furious as well. Because... <laughs> there you go. Because, yeah. <laughs> I was mad about it, but it was only because I'd gone against my own rules. I, we'd even put the rules out there. We'd recorded them and put them out on the show, and I still went against them. Who but now I think I'm a little blame? bit better. Myself, that's who I've got to blame. Me, myself, I have I? nobody else to blame but me. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. I um. No, I, I, I think maybe I'm going to go for bashful. I think so. I'm quite a, I, I feel like I'm quite wholesome these days. So I'm going to go for bashful. Um, although the conversation I was talking to you about, um, about the gift I was going to send uh, one of my relatives, maybe not so bashful. <laughs> now, did you know that the average house price in the UK is £296,000? Now, this is as of August 2022, which is £36,000 higher than the 2021 figures, right? But this got me to thinking, with those kind of figures batting around, alternative housing, what do we think of it? Well, I I have done a little, tiny, tiny little bit of research, and I believe you have too. I have as well, but also I have like some personal experience of like some alternative housing I'd love to do. But it's almost like we knew this subject was coming up. It's it's, it's oh. almost like it was, dare I say, like, structured that way. <laughs> we don't do structure. We don't do structure. We, we don't, don't do research. A little bit of structure. We don't research, of... though. No, no. <laughs> but what did you find? So there is a guy living in London in a skimp. Oh. And when asked what he pays on rent every month... Because he lives in alternative housing, which is in a skip, I might I add, when I say skip, it doesn't actually look anywhere near as bad as what it sounds. It's actually really pretty inside. But he pays Yeah. He pays fifty pound a month. And I think from it I'm pretty positive he lives in central London for that, right? In central London for that, yes. Like yeah, I get it's a skip, but you know, central London for fifty quid, that's pretty appealing. And I've seen the skip and obviously it's very, very small, it's skip size. Yeah. But uh it's fifty quid a month. You can actually do a lot with a skip though, can't you? <laughs> you can. <laughs> wow. Give it to Nigella Lawson, see what she whips up. Um so... <laughs> 
in the microwave. In the microwave. Um, <laughs> now, I I was obsessed with um, shipping container houses or shipping <clears throat> container homes. So I don't know if you saw it. I sent you some stuff on it, but you can do some pretty remarkable things with a shipping container and the way people transform them. Now, there's a couple in Ohio. Um, I don't really think how to pronounce that then. Ohio. Ohio. Um, and they are called Emily and Seth Britt. And they have like three of them. So Emily and Seth Britt, they have three of them uh, that they rent out on Airbnb and they're constantly booked out. And they've done some, you Google them and have a look. There's a video on YouTube of one of their houses um or their shipping container homes that's in the center of a forest and it just looks like the most magical thing in the world and it's wow. super cool the way they've done it and i was obsessed and i really seriously wanted one i you know i wanted to live in one but this is the thing with alternative housing obviously the guy in london um is fine he's renting it this skip but if you were gonna create one to live in that you know because as your home you've got to get the land haven't you you have yeah you have and land is really that's, expensive yeah, so by the time you put the two things to together with, yeah yeah and that obviously and that the land can vary depending on what part of the uk you live in as well yeah. so by the time you put the two things together suddenly it doesn't seem as cheap as affordable no no and i think sometimes as well you've got to take um you know you've got to give respect to people who decide to rent over buy because sometimes it is actually more affordable because I know a lot of people that buy houses do like to build their own and then like you say it comes down to having the land to do that on as well and it's it's not cheap is it it's very very expensive but I think the thing is, it's the <clears throat> land that can become the most expensive yeah. part. Yeah. The other bits of alternative living, and, and it really is appealing to me. I love the idea of things being, you know, more simple, um, more cost efficient, but still being, you know, aesthetically pleasing. So it still looks yeah. lovely. But because there was a couple in um, Australia and they've com- converted a bendy bus into a home and i think they paid like six thousand australian dollars for it and overall the project cost forty five thousand. but they're basically parked on somebody like somebody they know that they're sort of like plot of land next to the house so that's great isn't it if you know somebody who's got a plot of land that's gonna let you park up for the foreseeable that's brilliant yeah but to get a plot of land that you like that is of a reasonable price um suddenly it stops being as affordable does it yeah not so rosy so is alternative um living is that something that's quite appealing to you yes i i really like the idea of alternative living um for the simple reason is um it's a more cost-effective way of living and i think actually some of the accommodation that you can have to live in is very fairy tale like magical I like that idea I really love that idea sort of like the outside inside kind of um, vibe as well but obviously we live in the UK and (laughs) you know it's pretty wet where we live so we'd have to have um we you know we 
we'd have to have uh, good sort of shelter and things. I think there's a phone going off in the background. <laughs> it's all it's all gone a bit Pete Tong, isn't it? But uh <laughs> and we're back to alternative housing. And we had to leave us then, take a really urgent phone call. <laughs> we're good, we're good, sorry. <laughs> but now she's back. Um yeah, so I was just saying that we live in the UK, so it's very wet where we are a lot of the time. Yeah. So we'd have to make sure that we were well covered. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because in Australia, it's brilliant, isn't it? Like it's really sunny all the time, or most yeah. of the time at least. Yeah. But see, you know, you can have that real outdoor living, uh, outdoor indoor living. But I know, do here, love the idea of getting back to nature, though. I love that idea. Yeah, there is something quite appealing to me about that because yeah. quite recently I, <laughs> quite recently, I'm laughing because I know what I'm going to say I kind of quite fancy having a greenhouse and I really want to grow like tomatoes and things like my granddad used to grow like that's he used to grow not like funny that's a lovely idea no but I think that's like a real kind of like that shows age doesn't it like there was there, no. there, there would have been a time when I'd have been like yeah I think it does. <laughs> I don't think it does because I'm pretty certain that even in schools now schools teach children how to grow their own vegetables grow their own flowers Mm. um i know our school i i think it's flowers they do i'm not sure about veg but i i think it's flowers they have uh once you get into year six you have responsibilities throughout the school and one of the responsibilities that you could be landed with is looking after the garden oh wow yeah I think it's really yeah because like when I think back to being a kid and stuff, like my granddad did have like that that my grandparents' garden or my great grandparents' garden was very much like an allotment. They had like patches of like flowers, but then they would grow like runner beans and they'd grow like mint, uh, radishes uh, in the greenhouse. There'd be tomatoes and cucumber and all this kind of stuff. And there's just something really appealing to me about kind of going back to some of that you know and having it as as a sort of hobby uh because I think as well you know I think we've discussed this before but how much screen time that we have but to be actually practically doing something and watching things grow I don't know it's really appealing to me now well I think you should do it I would definitely give it a go however I'm not very green fingered um and I normally tend to kill off anything that we get <laughs> so it's probably not a great idea plus we don't really have the garden space for anything like that so until we win yeah. the lottery and we can afford to get a gardener in as well <laughs> you can grow everything for you <laughs> yeah i think that you but you would you would become better at it do you know who we should ask we should ask jude about it she'd know how to get how to be green figured wouldn't she <gasps> we should get her on so she can i uh... bet she would know she, I bet she would know. Yeah, but yeah, I think the I think the more you do something, the better you'll become at it, Roy. Yeah, because yeah. I guess the first time would be a little bit rubbish, but well, I know, say yes. Every, every this season. is what I tell my children. You know, if you want to get better at doing something, you've got to practice and work hard at it. So, yeah, I guess so. What's that saying? Practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. Yeah, or um, and you know what is perfect, but we'll get pretty close to i think so yeah but i do think that alternative living um it is exciting to me as well mix that then with what in allotment now it it, it turns out i mean this is this week's obsession uh you know next week it could be something else 
but yeah i i uh i do like the idea but i also see that with alternative living um there are perhaps some drawbacks and mainly that's land right yes i i think that's probably one of the main ones definitely but i think we can agree that we both like the idea of it 100 percent. i i also quite do you know what i really really love the idea of what i think at heart i'm quite like a i love the beach i love being beside the seaside and i love being close to the ocean so ideally for me i'd love to be closer to to the beach oh maybe like be like a, a sort of like surfer kind of surfery kind of chick no just and living like close a, by that i can oh, like have a nice view with the sea and yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i quite like the idea of living on a commune <laughs> In the UK on the 23rd of April 2023, your mobile phone is going to be sent an emergency alarm by the UK government, whether you like it or not. So get ready for it. Your phone is going to vibrate and play a loud sound for up to 10 seconds when the government tests its new alert system on the 23rd of April. That is going to be used to warn people of emergencies. So you need to get ready for that notification. This is only going to be in the UK. So if you're living in the UK, you will get that notification on the 23rd of April. So it's just the UK uh, that's going to get this. Do we know what it's for? Is it just a a, a new way that they're going to be doing I, d- um, I don't. It's quite, you know, it's quite worrying, isn't it? What are they going to be telling quite us? Worrying. But on my phone, I'm an iPhone user. And if I lock it, I can call emergency services through the locked screen. Yes, so can I. I think that's the case on on the majority of um, devices now, isn't it? Yes. Now, this seems, I get it. I get why this is a good idea, especially for those who are in a in a pickle. However, sometimes I'm fearful that I may do this by accident because I've opened my phone and it, it's doing stuff and I do, don't realise I'm doing that. Like my phone's un, not unlocked, but the screen's lit. <clears throat> and um, it's dialing numbers and I don't know what it's doing. Do you know like when you've got your phone, it's lit and then it's, yeah. Yeah. So do you remember the um, the old sort of phones that you, you'd get with the buttons on? Yeah. Uh, so we used to have one of them many years ago. Um, and I was babysitting the one day, uh, a toddler, and the toddler that I was babysitting with had great joy in picking up the phone and playing with it. And I didn't think anything of it. Um, so I sat there going, oh, you need to put the phone down now. We're going to go and have some food. You need to put the phone down now. We're going to go and have some food. And I, I didn't think anything of it, but about 10 minutes later... The phone oh, rang and it was um, somebody from the police telling me that there was a PCSO officer outside my house. So yeah. I explained there was no emergency and I couldn't understand because the toddler wouldn't have known to dial 999. And they said to me, and I, this alarmed me because I had no clue, if you yeah. continue to dial random numbers on one of them particular phone sets it automatically goes through to the emergency services no yeah so i had to go out to meet the pcso to let them know that everything was okay 
Yeah, I think that's happened a couple of times when, especially you know, with landlines and stuff, like back way back in the day. Um, I think that probably <clears throat> at different times, myself and my brothers and sisters have all accidentally sort of, you know, like kids do play with the phone and all call sort of the police. But I, I do sort of remember it once happening and my mum having to sort of explain, no, everything was fine. But of course that made it sound like things weren't fine. Yeah. You know, so there's that tricky thing, isn't it? But I always kind of thought that maybe the Americans had it better with 911. I don't really get why we had it as three digits that are exactly the same. Nine, nine, nine. Mm, yeah. I don't know. At least 911 is slightly different, isn't it? Like there's, it's simple, but it's, it's not quite the British 999. Yeah. Anyway. In Islington, there is a place called Your Coffee Hub. And at Your Coffee Hub, you can get a donut that has been scooped out is covered in Nutella on the inside and holds roughly around two espresso. So basically you drink your espresso, espresso, and then you eat the donut. Does this at all even sound appealing to you? Yes, 100%. I would try it. it. I would try it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, Listen, I, I, this is coming from somebody who has been literally chomping on chocolate all day it's the build-up to easter and <laughs> there's chocolate everywhere. everywhere everywhere mainly all over your mouth um <laughs> <laughs> no look i would try it absolutely i would try it but it sounds repulsive to me and it's not because of the flavors i like espresso i like nutella i nutella i like a donut the problem i have is what kind of texture is that going to be because my issue with food sometimes is texture. So, for example, I love a raw mush a raw mushroom, um, but a cooked mushroom is like a slug rolling around my mouth. And before you say, because I can see your face over there, before you say it, <laughs> no, I have not had a slug. But it's the texture thing. Do, so, you know, do you have like what? Do you have? Well, I kind of thought you know, you know, you seem quite. a I think it's Nutella that's the most appealing thing to you on this, though, Roy. Yeah, hundred percent. I yeah, because you don't even Nutella. drink coffee. Um, I will drink. <laughs> I will drink a latte. Oh, you will drink a latte. I will okay. drink a latte. But are there any foods like I've talked about? Like, you know, the mushrooms, like also passion fruit. I love passion fruit flavor or passion fruit juice. An actual passion fruit, though, absolutely not. It's like snot. It makes me gag. Are do, do you have any of those kind of like? Uh, uh, I can't do Marmite at all. Oh, I like a bit of Marmite. No, don't like Marmite whatsoever. I also can't do sprouts. <gasps> I love a sprout, and especially the... like a, a grilled sprout. I can have a no, baked sprout. No, and the only marshmallows I can eat are a toasted marshmallow. I can't eat like an, a marshmallow from the packet. Oh, couldn't you? No, I don't like the texture in my mouth. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big thing on texture. Like I said, the mushrooms and the mm. passion fruit. But yeah. apart from that, I'm pretty good. But yeah, so this this bothers me only because I sort of think, is that going to be soggy? Look that mushy wetness. I'd give it a go and I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd probably give it a go. I don't anticipate that I would love it and I wouldn't go out my way to get one. If I happen to be in Islington and I happen to be at that coffee shop and I think, yeah, I'll get one of these. I'm trying to think if I'm going to double check if there's a name to it. I don't know if there was. I did make, I 
made a note. No, I don't think there's a name. If there is, I didn't make a note of it. So uh, I think we've, I think we've, I think we've said pretty much everything we can on that. Why are you laughing before we move on? <laughs> I don't you know. Laughing? I don't you know. Don't, right, we're gonna let's just go on to the next one. <laughs> Do you embarrass easy? And what is the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you? I don't think I do embarrass easily. I think I'm, I'm pretty shameless, right? So I don't really embarrass very easily. But one of the most embarrassing things that's one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me. I was on a night out, and it had been. I think you know this. You must know this. Right? I must have told you this before. But I um, was on a night out. It, it, the weather conditions were pretty horrific. Uh, it'd been snowing, so there was ice and stuff. And I was in an outside um, sort of. Uh, communal area shall we say it was a smoking area and it was so busy but I, I needed to go to the toilet and I decided that the best way to get there would be to walk across this um, sort of outside smoking area and to go up the fire escape and to go into the toilets that way um, I went across there must have been ice there that I didn't see I slipped my entire body flipped underneath me I pulled a table and a chair with me and the entire place erupted. So I, I quickly got up and sort of like, you know, scamp, scampered up this fire escape. My um, right hand side of me was soaking wet because it was also... I don't think you, you know, have said, told me this before. Have I never told no, you this before? No, Yeah, so I was soaking wet on one side of me. I think I might have even split my trousers as well. Um, went to the toilet, you know, did my business, had a wee. Um, came back down, but I came back through the club and as I got back to almost where everyone that I was with was sitting, a girl who I didn't know said, oh, are you okay? Because everybody knew it was me. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. But yeah, that's probably the most embarrassing thing. Off the top of my head, one of the most embarrassing things uh, that has ever happened to me. What about you, AM? Do you embarrass easily? No. No, I don't. You... <laughs> I think you do. You do get quite embarrassed easily. What I tell you though? I don't know. Are you gonna are you gonna be <laughs> are you gonna be that honest? What have I done that's embarrassing? Um Well no, not so much embarrassing things, but do you do you feel that you do embarrass easily? I do, yeah. I do embarrass yeah. easily and I go quite red in the face if I'm embarrassed about something. Do you know when you just get a bit flushed and oh, yeah. I need the ground to swallow me up right now. <laughs> But I, I do remember you would kind of almost like it came across as the, that you were guilty without <laughs> doing anything. Like you'd never did anything to be guilty for, but it was that you would get embarrassed, especially back at like when we first. I'm still um, very much friends. like that. Yeah, yeah. You'd get kind of like quite sort of, I said, you'd kind of go red and you'd embarrass a little bit, but I, was, I never really understood why, but it almost came across <laughs> that you'd done something wrong and you never had, you never had, you know, shy of a halo, you were practically an angel, really. Oh, um, only I could say the same now. I know, yeah. Oh, what do you mean about me or about yourself? Well, both of us. Both. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but what about, is there any sort of embarrassing stories that you're willing, <laughs> that you're willing to tell? Oh my goodness. Um I can't think of any. You you're literally putting me on I put the you on spot. the spot, Lauren. Yeah. I mean everyone's got me falling over at a club. Like oh my the thing is though, I say this, but I am pretty clumsy as well. I do fall over a lot. I this is a really true story, right? I was again on another night out and a couple of my friends were like, 
mucking around sort of like they weren't fighting properly but they were just mucking around and i got caught in the middle of it and i got pushed and i fell and hit my head on the curb so this was when i was working for um quite a big high um high street retailer who's no longer a high street retailer anymore they went bust but at the time they were like a leading high street retailer when i was working for them i hit my head had concussion Mm -hmm. Had to go to the hospital, uh, like a knee or whatever. I was fine, but I had concussion. So I woke up the following day, so I couldn't go to work because, you know, explain what had happened. And then a few months later, I was having a review for sickness. And um, they'd asked me about, like, there was this one and that one. And I was like, oh, yeah, this happened and that happened. And then there was this one. They were like, what was this about? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, why was I off on that day? I don't know. And so my manager's looking at me and all this, I, I don't know what that was for. And then it, I was like, oh my God. I was like, it, I had concussion. I'd forgotten that I had a concussion. <laughs> but that's a true story. I honestly one. forgot about it. I have got one. Oh, go on. So go on. Go on. Uh, going back to when I was in my late teens, I worked in a certain shop. Yeah. And I was putting out the milk and... Do you know when, you know, you're young and you go into work on a bit of a hangover? <laughs> and I'd gone into work on a bit of a hangover. Yes. <laughs> and instead of taking, you know, a couple of crates of milk out to fill the the fridge, yeah. I, I took a really large stack of milk out. But unluckily for me, in my haste to get them out... I dragged all the milk and the bottom the bottom crate oh my caught on one of the tiles because the floor wasn't even <laughs> <laughs> and the whole lot do continue <gasps> tipped and um, when you say tipped did it all spill everywhere as well yeah oh was it the summer uh no could you imagine that smell though Mm, no um but instead of sticking around and cleaning it up i liked it (gasps) out the back you're joking me no i let somebody else deal with it because i was so embarrassed i think what's funny about this though is um (laughs) we won't mention where it was but i think anybody that knows you probably knows what shop it was Hundred percent. but didn't you leave that company and go back to them as well yeah, for a small, <laughs> small period of time, yeah. And this was a very long time ago, more than 20 years, I'm assuming. Very long time so, ago. Uh, but those are some embarrassing tales. Oh. Now, my favourite bit of the show, and just before we go, would you rather, would you rather, so would you rather eat carrots for a month, or would you rather eat carrot cake for a month? Oh, that's a really silly question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with the carrots. No, I'm not carrot cake. Oh, God, I thought you were (laughs) carrot. You got me there. Of course, some people don't like carrot cake, right? Which blows my mind because I love love a bit of carrot cake. cake. But some, so evidently I'm going for carrot cake as well. That would be the same question to me. I'm going for carrot cake. But some people don't like carrot cakes. Love carrot cake with a nice scupper. I love it. Choya. That is, oh. Choya. That's a weekend, isn't it? Actually, this weekend I'm going to get some carrot cake. Have you got any? You should get some as well. And then we'll confer. 
we who had the best we, hey we could we could we we yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you've clearly caught up, eh? I, <laughs> no, what can, what can we do? <laughs> we could eat carrot cake while we're recording our next session. Oh, don't. Oh, like, seriously, we could do, couldn't we? we could. Although that, that sort of... That's not going to be good for listeners, is it? Listen to us no, munching no, away. <laughs> It'd be funny, though, right? It's food for thought. Mwah. Oh... <laughs> Uh, we've reached our final destination. That is this week's show over and out. Uh, but do join us next week when we will be having some more jolly good fun. And in the meantime, remember, please be a good chummy and tell everybody you know to go and listen to us. Um, get get those people in. And all those delicious previous episodes are a listen, are a, are a listen, are available to listen at your convenience. Um, I, of course, have been Chris. She's been Emery, and this has been Jibber Jabber. Jibber.